1: That was Elliot Smith with Drive All Over Town and you're listening to City Limits on 3CR 55 AM. Who do we have here today?
0: We've got uh, we've got Emma Warren. We've got you. We've got you, your Kerry your Corey Green, and we've got John McPherson because it's the first Wednesday of the month and it's transport. And we've got lots of things to talk about, John. <laughs> I'm How Kevin Healy, and yes. it's um, it is City Limits first Wednesday, and uh, we're going to get on to lots of transport things. Just John, just as a by the by, and we'll come. We'll talk about it in more detail. But this morning on the news, well, last month, remember we in this um, this day we interviewed John um, Stone, Stone from indeed. Melbourne mm, Uni, yeah. lecturer up there, who said his team was researching these what they're calling Skytrain, aren't they? They're really just flyovers, Skyrail or something. something they got some yeah. named yeah. the Herald Sun. <laughs> That's Sorry, go on, go on. That's, that's, that's all right. That's it. Yes. Yes. Corey's. Corey's. I, I, I just thought I'd <laughs> I thought we'd a, get, get us right. revved up, yeah. I, got, I thought the four of us should do a bit of singing today. day, <laughs> yeah. Um, and anyway, um, the, um, but their, their reports come out. He was on the news this morning, um, mm. and he's what he said on this program, and we'll talk about it later, but he says there's great advantages in going mm. over the yeah, top, and you yeah. remember you talked yeah, to him yeah, about definitely. it. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we'll get round to that, but that all report's right. now come out, yeah. Um, and the other, oh, well, also on transport, two things I want to talk to you about, John. But there's lots of others. Yeah, yeah. One is the um, fact the way you get on a train, say in the loop, and it happened to me two weeks ago, and you get to Flinders Street and find the train isn't going to where it was going to go in the first place. No, right. But people waiting for the other train back in the loop somewhere don't get it because it changes there and doesn't go, et That's cetera right. So it's yes. all sorts of problems. Yes. And the other one is I, I I had my first experience on the uh, new Geelong line last week and. Uh, I've got to say, I'm not impressed. <laughs> we'll have a talk about that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you mean you mean
2: Melbourne and Victoria's public transport left you underwhelmed, Kevin?
0: <laughs> totally. At one stage, I thought we we're going to hit Darwin. <laughs> uh, we, were, we were definitely going parallel to Melbourne and hitting, heading north. <laughs> anyway, that was uh, that's that. We'll get round to that. Uh, there's a, sort of a. I hope it's a positive, but I doubt. I, I suspect it's going to go hopefully people will try to stop it but there's been an article in the local area there was a story um, a couple of weeks ago in fact mike hamill green who was a, an old dry sister who i think did spend time in Pentridge, if i recall um mike's been um, a professor at victoria he's now a emeritus professor for a number of years but he had a wonderful letter in the local rag about a tree in part of the Pentridge development that they uh-huh. want to save an old tree they want to protect and he wrote it as the tree, and he was saying no one cares about me, etc. And at the end, he said I am this tree. And they've now taken the local group who around Mike are fighting it. I'm not saying he's necessarily the leader, but no, um, no. Um, they've taken it to VCAT. Mm. The council has approved it being chopped down, and the developer says it has to be chopped down in order for access, etc. So here's a developer mm. saying I want to do certain things, and this tree must go for for me to make money. Um, more the, money they that happens all of, the time they're going to make yeah. plenty of money don't the, worry the, the other group are saying well look look. Um, why don't you put a, a Rhode Island around it at least to yeah. preserve mm. the tree etc uh, VCAT was going to bring down its findings shortly and knowing how VCAT operates I suspect the tree's in real trouble mm. sounds but like but, it but yeah. uh, anyway I <laughs> mean
2: no no VCAT, VCAT's all in favour of progress
0: <laughs> yes exactly so um Anyway, we'll see what happens. But it's a good, it's a camp, interesting campaign, and I'll we'll keep an eye on mm. it. Um,
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it, it's an old um, what gum of some sort, is it? You it's it a.
0: Uh, it's a. I'll tell you what it is, John, because it says here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, planning to hold it in a tree. Hang on, it's a uh, row of trees. It's a. Uh, uh, this is exciting radio. While I'm looking for this, <laughs> um, it's a. F- Man reads paper. <laughs> I'll tell you what. what right? I'm
1: sure it's a gum tree of it some does, sort. No,
0: it tells it here. <laughs> Look, can you find it in an yes, article somewhere? Sure, Thank sure. you, Emma. Well, I'll go on. Okay. <laughs> Corey could have played the monorail for We uh, could have easily. Or <laughs> well, there's something about you should have played trees. All right, now on city limits. we that with, I have uh, never seen. It
1: is That's a right. gum tree. It's
3: Just
0: a bit. Rightio, righty. Oh, thanks, OK.
3: move on now.
2: okay well, Good. we'll do
0: a guide for that. Good. Um, just on this um, business with um, BHP and Samarco, where oh yes, we're, talk- we're talking <coughs> about
2: yeah. the 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 dam, the the, yeah. cof- the coffer dam that it's, collapsed it's, in um, it's, it's a bit in like Brazil in the in exactly. the iron ore mining area. Yeah, look, we're yeah.
0: to pour the tea, I suppose. Anyway. Uh, now you don't want tea curry, do you? No,
2: thank know? you. No,
0: so yes, Everyone yes. Well, four yes, corners,
2: please. four corners covered that on um, on Monday night. Yes, the, I, I
0: missed it. I meant to watch the replay yesterday morning, and as usual in daytime, you forget. Yeah, that's right. About yeah. an hour later, I thought, oh, I forgot to watch. Uh, was it good? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it was pretty shocking. I mean, I don't. It. it um, I think it might might have gone through most of the villages that went through about a couple of meters deep, but but you know, a couple of meters of 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 thick. Mud full of all sorts of other, full of mm. ghastly things is enough to, is enough to you know reduce villages to um, to just heaps of.
0: But they said it's mm. not toxic, John.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> well. well <everything> died. <laughs> fortunately, the uh, the University of Brasilia is doing some in, independent testing, and they're not quite so sure. The the um, the mud still bright bright orange oh, um, hundreds idea. of kilometers downstream, and um, people are being told that oh with well, the. With a bit of filtration, it's quite safe to drink. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't think I don't think it'd happen. We'd be told it'd be safe to drink here mm. in Australia. No, it's
0: safe to drink, but the fish are dying.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's and it's, and it went right out, to, right down to the ocean, which is about six hundred kilometres, mm. and uh, washed out to, out to sea as well. So the mouth of the mm. mouth of the river is mm. is. You know, bright orange. I think yeah. it took
0: about seven days to reach the ocean. Didn't mm, it, or mm, something, yeah, mm. be awful. And, well, it
2: lo- and it looks like it's pretty pretty clear that there was pr- plenty of warning that things were going wrong. The dam had never been very safe. You know, yeah. they've been trying to, we've been working on it for ever since was built to try
0: and maintain it. Mm. A, a Brazilian government inquiry is about to bring down a report on some of the... Oh, OK. Found, and they're also now threatening... Well, <clears> they're <throat> not threatening, they're saying they're going to charge a number of the executives oh. um, with yep. various crimes. Yeah. And, of course, Samarco itself is now... It's, it's, it's hired a US law firm, Cleary, Gottlieb, Steen and Hamilton, to do a report for them. And they say they've got no date for that review to report. I suspect they'd like to have it in about 2035 or something. Um, but it's interesting... Because like, like, um, Uh, Palmer recently, when his nickel miner was, went bust. Mm. Uh, It turned out that he and the shareholders got all the profits, but once it started to lose, they have no responsibility for the losses. Interesting corporate law, that. Um, And Samarco, in this case with the two companies, um, Vale over there and BHP here, they neither seems to hold any responsibilities. They keep saying, well, Mm. it really was was Samarco, but Samarco is them, surely. Mm. Uh, Mm. But there's all sorts of... uh, the, report, the suggestion is that the report's going to come up with all sorts of things. Um, it's going to say the police report identifies seven factors that contribute to the disaster. If we are generous, five of the causes. This is an article by a bloke called Matthew Stevens, who's a very pro-mining, anti-union writer, so okay. coming from him. Mm-hmm. Um, if we are generous, five of the causes cited could be classified as failures of monitoring and operational process, but two appear to reflect structural failings of long standing. Mm. The police investigation has concluded the water level inside the dam was too high and that the sediment the dams were built to contain had expanded too rapidly, and it goes on with a lot of that stuff. Um, and it, it, um, it says if it had been monitored, it might have been. But the, oh, there's a lot here, but I'll just go down to the end of it. Investigators claim that Samarco had actually reduced the number of water level monitors and pressure recorders around their dam and that sl- silting around the dike on the right-hand corner of the dam had resulted in a greater level of water infiltration, the implication being that this only increased the potential for dangerous levels of turbidity to occur. And it, it points out, in fact, that... For the amount they were putting into it, because they, they were getting more and more out of the mine, they yeah. needed to make the walls a lot thicker, but mm. they didn't. So, you know, they made uh, it's it higher down, but not thicker, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's down mm. to all that. So it's just it's, yeah. it's a, it's a yeah. dreadful, dreadful, it, dreadful it, story.
2: Um, you know, the whole iron ore mining industry worldwide has been cranking up production as the price dropped, and the same thing was happening with the Samarco mine, and the, and the tailings dam was not keeping up. It wasn't, it wasn't big enough. To cope with the um, increased production and so they were they were stressing stressing something that they knew wasn't very well built in the first place Mm. um so you know it was um it was uh, all going wrong but but the locals of course are saying well we want the mine reopened because we want our jobs back you know and there's 30,000 jobs apparently Mm. that are you know aren't aren't um Aren't available at the moment because the mines had to stop production,
3: mm.
0: That's right. and also people who lived uh, living off the off the ribbon down. It's oh, yeah. part of their uh, yeah. you know part not just for fishing, but I assume also agriculture. Yeah. 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 yeah,
3: livelihoods yeah. for sure.
2: Yeah. and Samarco is playing hardball already with um, the amount of money they'll they'll give for compensation. Naturally, naturally mm. they're oh. playing hardball. You know, but well, it's and the, be- uh, BH, mm. the BHP. Um, what what is he? Chairman? General? No, the, I think he's the general CEO, manager. or CEO. CEO, CEO, the CEO Scottish Black. Yeah, he's the trying. He's trying and to sound like McKenzie. a. He's trying to sound like a nice mm. Scottish doctor from the Highlands, mm. you know, <laughs> with, with a lovely bedside manner. You know, they really care. They really and, care. And, yeah. and <laughs> chairman,
0: Jack Nasser, who went there, but didn't bother to have a look at it. I not think or something. But right. although you know, I think some business people shouldn't really have their photo in the paper. You see Jack, and you think, my God. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> never mind. I can't say anything, can I? Oh, don't worry. Um, the Scottish yeah. the Scottish guy looks so caring. And sharing, you know, and <laughs> until
4: a, until um, you
2: start to pin him down on what 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 the um, what the conversation might be, and then he gets he gets a bit he gets a bit George Pell type vague. Then. You know, memory seems to fade.
0: Oh, yeah, well, George does. can't even yeah. think of his name these days. Then um, <laughs> there's a c- company called South Thirty Two, another mining company that's a spin-off of BHP and still run by them. Really, one of their former executives runs it. And they've decided that they've got to cut 4,500 jobs around the world. It's like that bang. Now, if a union said, we will hold something up for a certain number of days, they'd all go into court. Hodgkiss, the um, the chief, um, the chief um, whatever he's called, but the, you know, the big cop on the beat, tough cop on the beat, would have them in court in about two and a half minutes. Are charged with all sorts of heinous offences, but they can just <coughs> cut jobs as they like, including many all around the world, many in Australia. <laughs> but I think the the bloke Graham Kerr, the the ex, um, he is a, a um, he was an ex chief financial officer for BHP, and this is a spin off, so there's real connections here. He said most of the job losses associated with its global restructure would be complete this June, and this is the bit I like because it shows his compassion. Oh it? yes, yes, he says. Yes. We, in fact, you have. If you have tears, prepare to shed them now. <laughs> we absolutely recognise that this impacts people's families. We recognise that this impacts people who have been great employees over a long period of time, but unfortunately, these are the times we are in. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. isn't that beautiful? Wow. Yeah, So it, the times we are in mean that all those people have yeah. done all that. Fuck off to, oh, No, John, John, careful <laughs> John meant What did you say? Right Sorry yes. Oh dear, dear me. Me, huh? No, no language We should have given a language warning <laughs> Corey at the start of the show oh. She's
3: nodding over there <laughs> yeah.
0: um, I won't do it again through Sierra, I promise Ever
1: <laughs>
2: No, I can't promise
0: that. No, no, no. Um, At
1: least not in the next 10 minutes.
2: That's right. I can probably manage that. Well,
0: in fact, some of the workers last week, uh, CFMEU workers, were charged effectively with saying that word. That was the crime they committed. Oh, Oh, really? Um, Hodgkiss, I mean... And this reduced their their bosses to um, jelly, did it? Michaela Cash, the former Freehills partner, now Minister for... Cautioning yeah. the workers, as we say, <laughs> she, she says it's. Um, she says there's absolutely no connection between suddenly charging loads and loads of building workers with all sorts of crimes like swearing it to people, and uh, the fact that they want to get a get an even tougher cop on the beat legislation through Parliament. No, she can't understand how people could make a connection like that, John. Really? Yeah. And yeah, Emma, um, any thoughts mm-hmm. on that? I mean, no connection with this. Uh. No, No, no. <laughs> That was a – it's better not to nod on radio. Say <laughs> so, yes. <laughs>
3: Sorry. I forget <laughs>
0: yeah, no, She did have a mouthful
2: of tea, I can see that.
0: <laughs> well, at least she didn't spit the tea all yeah, over. The exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Holding it in. <laughs> And while we're talking, I want to come back to some union stuff. But in a minute, we'll get. But um, mark, we, we'll get on the transport. Yeah, we will. About, no, we're 20, working around. At 25 pass, you start to shake, John. We've got to go to 27 <laughs> pass before we get there. We, we want to watch you shake. Um, well, that's not very good radio either. <laughs> no, but it's good for us. We feel good. Um, the uh, I mentioned a two or three weeks ago that in the US, the Supreme Court had had ruled that unions, uh, something that was their right, unions couldn't charge non-union members for services supplied by the union from which they benefited, uh, which they said would hurt unions. And about a week later, the same Supreme Court, uh, one of the fossil fuel states in America, uh, big coal states, took Obama to court, took the federal government over. The legislation he put through uh, which was looking at climate change and trying to do something about it. Now it's pretty limited anyway, but yeah. uh, they objected to it on the grounds that it would impact on their coal production mm. and profits. And You'd the supreme hope so. the supreme court ruled against mm. Obama and found for the coal companies and the coal mm. state. So Obama's, the stuff that Obama put through has now been ruled illegal. It's out. Oh, Uh, Now, I raise this because just a week later, the most conservative of the judges died. Oh. Uh, So if he died two (laughs) weeks earlier, we might have got some different results. Um, Because I think it was about one difference in each case. And now, of course, the Republicans are saying, well, they won't. They won't support anyone that Obama puts up before the election to replace the conservative bloke, as they want their hoping... Even they can... though it's
2: even though it's a full year till, till right. um, right. the new the new yeah. president
0: would take yeah. power, yeah. But it uh, it's just interesting, and something that you know, I found interesting was that the what you know some people did at least, and to a limited degree, lauded. Uh, Obama's attempts to do something about climate yeah, change, but yeah. that's now been overruled by their Supreme Court. So yeah, yeah. Well
2: apparently big? with Scalia gone though, it it, it it will mean things will stay the same yeah, but they at least won't the At is the judge who died. Yeah. yeah. Assuming mm. assuming everybody continues to vote their normal way, things won't get worse yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Is, which is a very well, vague, sort my, of. Yes. In, America,
0: in America, getting worse is uh, relative, isn't it? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Although an idiot Trump gets on, like, yeah. oh dear. Well, yeah.
2: even John Howard is. He says he he quakes <laughs> quakes at the thought of Trump as president. Yes, well, that's that's not a good
0: endorsement. Is no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, we quake at the thought of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Dear me. Anyway, last week also, you'll be pleased to know that the lowest rate since they've kept records, it's the lowest rate of wage growth ever. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm. Which is beautiful, isn't it? Because great for employers. Now, this now, I, as I pointed out on the week that was the other day... Um, this is good news because they keep telling us, all those experts every night from mm, um, right. the telly, you come on and say, look, if only wages were, were kept under control, we can employ people. Employment will go up. Now, in the same week, they announced the lowest wage rises ever and unemployment had gone up, not employment.
1: <laughs>
0: Corey, can you explain this?
1: Uh, I can, actually. Yeah, right. Cool. Um, the workers who would normally be spending their wages on goods and services don't have the money, thus right. uh, not stimulating employment. it's mm-hmm. yeah. oh. a very boring answer, wasn't it? No, no, no. That was the right answer. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's <was> right. <laughs>
0: or the left answer, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, now, also, but you'll be pleased to know there's a mob called Clearview Wealth Managing who's sort of particularly... They're a life insurer... And they say the economy's in worse shape than we think because of all these factors. Um, He says the economy's doing it harder. Forget the people doing it Mm. harder. The economy's doing it harder. Mm. He hasn't seen...
1: The The economy goes home and cries at night. That's right. I
0: I (laughs) haven't seen real growth in wages for quite a few years. Well, I suggest that maybe he could help it by giving massive pay rises to all the staff in his company.
4: Yeah.
0: That'd be be a kick. That'd kick it off. Hmm. Um, And he points out that... um, mainly because of population changes. We're seeing a growth in the gross domestic product, but really okay. it's, it's not good. Now, what I find interesting, he says, and, this, and it hurts, he wants he wants wages to go up, obviously, because he says one of the casualties of tightening household budgets is insurance. Isn't this sad? Isn't this Aww. sad? <coughs> Clearview made the decision late in 2015 to cease funding its investment in your Insure a life insurance group that sells policies direct to the public, presumably knocking on the door, including lower socio-demographic customers. Ah. Yes, poor dear. That's that's a
2: sort of a... Yes, we know who that means. And he Mm.
0: says that the the low wage growth lagging uh, means they can't afford it. It, it, Mm. Insurance affordability is rising. They weren't good risks, and we've said, no, we won't play in that segment. Okay. Instead. So the lower socio-demographics aren't a good risk because they're not getting enough money. Right.
3: Do they talk yeah. about mortgage debt in there?
0: No, I read recently no. that
3: it's um, standing at $1.4 trillion. Mm, that's that's is the mortgage. For Australia? Yeah, yeah for Australia. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. larger have, than the it's GDP then. massive. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah we have the it's largest largest debt. level of private, private debt, debt per anywhere head in the world yep. yeah 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 and that is mostly mostly um as you say it's mo- mostly mortgage, mortgage yeah mm. and of course we have incredibly high um house prices yeah not only in sydney and melbourne but you know all over really
1: mm. Mm. yes mm. People are talking a lot about this house prices thing lately. It's really good. It's good, yeah, mm. yeah. Maybe and predicting a crash. Yeah, I'm really hoping I've that
3: happens about that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and that um, prices might go down as much as fifty, fifty percent. Wow, wouldn't that yeah. be great? That would be fantastic. But I still couldn't Bubbles. afford a house then. But. <laughs> It's something. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> right. bubble will burst. <laughs> yes, if they go in a further 50% and then a further 50%. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, still. And for people, unless you're an investor, for people who just own their own homes, it's really mm. irrelevant. Because mm. the price, cause, you know, we say time and again, if you only own a house and you sell it, you've got to live somewhere. So, well, they'll buy another house or Mm. send the money on rent or whatever. Mm. So what the price of your house is is quite irrelevant unless you're an investor when it becomes Mm. relevant as far as they're concerned. Mm. Well, it's pretty relevant
1: in terms of if you you know, in terms of how much wages you earn in comparison to oh, what yeah. your house costs. Well, yeah, That's your exactly.
0: mortgage, but if you do own it, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter. Oh, if the price goes down, it doesn't hit you because it doesn't matter anyway. But, yeah. but mm. if you're paying a mortgage, obviously it does have an impact, yeah. yeah. sure,
2: because yeah. you've still got to pay a big mortgage and you know the house isn't, you know it hasn't got the value mm. that you,
0: you're paying yeah. off.
3: and wages have stayed the same, so... Mm. Oh, Remember
0: that huh. dreadful scheme a state government brought in years and years ago for low-income people buying houses and it turned... Years later, people still owed massive amounts of money, mm. and the house wasn't worth what they still mm. owed mm. mm. the Well
2: I think was it good. was the, the assumption was that the house prices would keep keep going up at yeah. a nice steady rate forever, but mm. they don't go up at a nice steady rate
0: forever no no, no. no. And just before we twenty-four, yeah, we'll get, when I go get to on to, to go. transport. Yeah, we'll uh, String me out there. Yeah, we'll just hang me John. out to dry. String John out. Um, there's been a move on, and in fact, at a, at MUA conference, the Maritime Union conference last weekend, they voted to, uh, to look at amalgamating with the CFMEU. Really?
3: Um,
0: and the both unions say there's all sorts of advantages the MUA would like to have. All sorts of autonomy involved, but and they 're looking at there 's a number of possible possibilities for amalgamations taking place, but the bosses say that this is they, the super union could lock up the nation. The bosses say, and <laughs> every boss every boss organization has come out and attacked it violently, and Michaela, our old friend michaela. Says it's a threat to the nation. It's a terrible threat. These right. terrible people right, right. doing awful things. Poor right. Michaela. She had More a, of a threat
2: than those big ah. big companies that. She uh, has a
0: rough life, the poor old Michaela. That control Canberra, yeah. according
2: to um, Ross Gittins and other commentators. And yeah. while
0: the we, we mentioned two weeks ago, yet another worker had had a had forward on a big building site and yeah. was killed. Now, I haven't heard Nigel Hudgkiss laying manslaughter or murder charges against the boss in that case. No, but anyway. No. We were pleased, no, just this week, again, no, I'm not pleased, that's something sweet thing to say, because this isn't good. A young tradie was set on fire, this is what? just this week, hmm. by an exploding air conditioning unit at the multi-million dollar mansion of crazy John Widow, Patricia Ilhan. Wow. Clay, this is just this week, Clay Johnson, 21, was servicing the union in Seacombe Grove, Brighton, when it exploded in his face shortly before 10 a.m. Yes. The fourth-year apprentice threw himself into the swimming pool to mm. douse the flames. Lucky he was in a rich home. And they had a yeah, swimming lucky. pool. And, and I must say, I'll come, I'll come back to the other point I want to make. Passers-by scaled the sprawling property's wall. So, again, a big wall they had to you know, get over yeah, yeah. to come to his aid. She was not at home. Uh, he suffered burns to 80% of his body, so, <gasps> you know, this is bloody awful. And I just, she said, I just feel terrible. It teaches us all a lesson about how important work safety is. Well, I bet she you know, really cares here. Work safe is investigating, etc. The other point I want to make on that story is that Crazy John, remember they used to have ads for it, mm. and it really made fun of people who weren't normal, as, you know, in inverted commas, in parentheses. Mm. And I think they were the most disgusting ads of all time. You know, they mm. they, they, they made money out of making fun of people who might be a bit different. And I think that was just dreadful. Um, But anyway, that's that's just my thing. And and there were people, particularly a a prominent member of the footy show on Channel 9, used to get a lot of laughs out of all that as well and have fun. Yeah, you were going to say something? No, no. No, okay. Um, and on the same, uh, uh, and last week, remember, also a crane collapsed. It caught fire and mm. collapsed. Uh, yes, And now yes. they're investigating that. That was on a building site and there were people on the, there were workers mm. on the site. What I found fascinating about that one was, and again, you know, it, it, it shows there's no charges, or well, they might eventually, but um, on that one, the news on the night mm. um, I don't I don't know why I was watching a commercial news but it was somehow. probably the ro- horses <laughs> must, have come must have been something, something yeah. good with horse yeah. racing yeah. it must have been probably what happened actually yeah I was watching the races that had come on <laughs> but anyway um, they, they, their, the, their story was that part that Local passers-by were lucky they weren't injured when this crane thing... Mm. No mention. In fact, there were workers on the site Mm. who could have been killed and injured. But anyway, there you are. Shall we go to a track? Okay, let's go to a track and then we'll come back and talk to John about transport. Here we so (laughs) through. All
1: right, we're just going to hear a community service announcement first and then we're going to hear Window seat. Seat by Giants of Science.
3: But I can't take my eyes away no more.
1: You're listening to City Limits on 3CR, 8.55am. The time is 9.32. And that was Giants of Science with Window Seat.
0: And Corey, John McPherson's going to talk transport with us. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. Shouldn't we just put it off another couple of minutes? <laughs> yeah, okay, another,
0: another track, I reckon. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, get up. Get up, John. It's OK. We're not going to do this. Um, we, we, no, I think John, I've lost my composure. <laughs> John, much to talk about this week. But, much um, to talk about. One I thought, I tried to get this bloke on, actually, for the first half, and people wouldn't, ha- wouldn't have had to listen to me raving on, but a bloke called Sean Cox, and uh, I was trying to track him down yesterday, but no one seemed like, to right. like. No one got back to me with his contact numbers. Anyway, um, he's a multiple sclerosis um, sufferer who who is in a wheelchair, mm. and he goes to Royal Melbourne Hospital for appointments. Uh, catches the tram or tries to catch the tram along Royal Parade. He catches it at that corner of Sydney Road and Brunswick Road and Park Street. that, that yeah. stop there, oh, yeah. Yeah. and. The, the drivers say they just refuse to put down the ramp that allows mm-hmm. him to get on the tram. Mm. Um, some people have lifted him up and put him on. He said in the past some drivers have done it, but he has this, and they, and they say, the, the tramway people say, well, get the train. But, of course, the train means he says it's a 35 to 40 minute, or he says it's a 45 minute trip using the train to get, and he has to get a super stop to get back to Parkville mm. from the train stop <laughs> um, whereas it's a 10 minute tram ride yeah well, um, that's outrageous
1: they won't use is. the ramp totally
0: yeah absolutely mm. and I'd like to, well, I hope that we could talk to him but anyway it's just it's just an awful piece of policy yeah well mm. apparently
2: apparently some drivers were using the ramp uh, uh, the ramp and some weren't mm. and on one of the days when the driver refused to put, use the put down the ramp it sounds like Rap- Rapunzel with her hair doesn't it <laughs> um um some people on the tram said, I'll stuff this and I lifted his mm. wheelchair onto the tram yeah. which of course the driver was probably pretty irritated about as well, which is just mm. you know again
3: shouldn't it be a legal part of the job? Well to assist
2: yeah. people? Well, well then then apparently uh, Finally, a comment was extracted from Yarra Trams that said, Oh, no, those ramps are only there for emergency
0: Mm. debarking of people off the tram. It's nothing to do with getting people onto the tram. They say the ramp on low floor trams is only to be used during emergencies to ensure passengers in mobility aids can alight, but of course, you can't alight if you can't get on. on. But you know, but I mean, you know, in, in, in a safe
2: situation, and that stop is off the road. It mm. is in a in a big reservation there mm. in the middle. Be, it is between um, Park Street and, um, and Brunswick Road there mm. on Royal Parade. Why on earth wouldn't you use mm. the ramp? Clearly, exactly. clearly, it's workable. He's used it before, mm. um, uh, and and so you you come back to to this th- this feeling that all these all these. Um, Organisations that are supposed to be there to help people, uh, help mm. people get around are just there to uh, frustrate people as much as possible. Mm. And per- per- perhaps they think their ramp might get worn out if it's used <laughs> more often or something like that. Yes, mm. yes. And, uh,
0: it's just an awful situation. But presumably, presumably yeah.
2: the, you know, the, driver is obvious, the drivers are obviously trained to use it because some drivers have been, have been able to deploy yeah. it. I think that's the term they right. use. Yeah. And retract it
1: and I guess people just end up relying on taxis and having to pay for transport because
2: mm. but it 's so got to be it, but it 's got to be a special it 's got uh, to be a special taxi, taxi again yeah, yeah. yeah, and the idea yeah. was that we were gradually improving our public transport so that so that it was wheelchair accessible both mm. both train or mm. trains trams, and buses, well, and so you know you so you come back to well it 's going to be an awfully long time before every stop is a is a platform, you know, accessibility stop. Mm. Uh, why not? In in situations, you know, maybe it's not sensible to use the ramp, at, at stops which are actually on the street. But there are a proportion of stops that are, you know, they may not have the platforms, mm. but they are, they are off the off off street stops.
1: But even with the on street stops, I mean, people have just got to get around. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Mm, yeah. I mean, I agree. I'm just, yeah.
2: I'm just trying to put the most moderate possible, you mm. know, possible situation. But yeah, I mean, I didn't realise that any of the trams had deployable ramps. Mm. Um, I, I'm, I don't even know which ones they are. Other
0: than the newest well, it says low stop trams, lo, It says low lo, floor well, trams. Yeah, yeah, but I I s- it's not s- all of them. So, it's only think, the but,
3: super stops, I think.
0: Well, then, no, they no, you can no, get no. on without. The oh, ramp, but okay. i mean you don't so you, need a ramp yeah, the super don't need a, but then you no. can't get oh. if, if this is the policy you can't get off again until you get to another yeah, stop that yeah. allows you to get off it's ridiculous but i don't
2: know which brand of tram has has the ramps it may be just the new e class i'm not
0: sure the one mm. the newest ones with all the yeah, flashing led don't lights don't know, on don't know that, i don't know, we, can I don't check, know we should check that out actually but the last week on the bus um, coming down great ocean road Right. Um, somewhere on the Great Ocean Road, yeah. a woman in a wheelchair got on. And, right. And that's an interesting, I don't know if you've seen it happen, but the the, the driver presses something and a ramp comes out and mm. it goes down and the wheelchair gets on and it lifts her up. Right. And then she gets onto the bus. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um it's and, good. And that was, you know. Well, that was good. a V-line bus, But yeah. I, it struck me, when we got to Geelong Station. Yeah. It turned out that our train was coming in on platform three, which is the one you've got to walk over that bridge Mm -hmm. at Geelong, lots of steps and things. And I looked and I couldn't see anywhere how a wheelchair could get across to that platform. No. If she was going from the bus and she didn't get off the bus, she got off the bus at Geelong station. So I'm assuming she was getting the train Expecting to get the train, Uh, yeah. Now... Maybe there is. I, don't, I was asking you; you might know. Maybe I don't there's know. some way they allow you can get across there. But there didn't. There was nothing obvious to me no, that would allow um, a wheelchair um, to get across to that platform. I'm
2: sorry, I don't don't know. Are there there are no lifts? In yeah,
0: I couldn't lifts. see one. There might have been one up right up the other end. There was a, just a possibility you could have had a lift, yeah. and there was a ramp across right at the very end of the platform. Yeah, now yeah. maybe with the well, I'm
2: not I, sure i I mean some stations still have those ramps that run across the tracks at the end at, right at the end, but you know I think they're regarded as very dangerous to use, but whether they can be used if there's nothing else, I really don't know, mm-hmm. or whether she had to wait until a service did arrive at platform one mm-hmm. uh, which in the current current. Uh, Amount of chaos at V lines, then you wouldn't. You might yeah. wait half a day. Yeah. Well, we're lucky
0: to get a train. I think because they, you know, uh, that's the bus. Because we said to the bus driver, uh, "Is it a train or a?" Yeah. Because we had a, I had a couple of young kids with me. And I was yep. their father was picking them up, so we had to let him know if there was a problem. Sure, getting yeah. a bus, but yeah. um, he said he got no idea. It's pot luck, you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that was good. Um, anyway, we got there. The other one was that Tarney train because I, you know, the train, this is this is your the, your yeah, trip now on now the, we're, you, on the same trip. Let's go while we're talking about it. Yeah. Um, now, as we know, the train used to head off straight down through Werribee into Melbourne. Now, if they're going to have a dedicated line, I can't still can't understand why it didn't go straight along that old route. Yes, well, but, that's, um, my, that's my position. Yeah. It always has been. But yeah. now you turn off somewhere after Little River or somewhere. That's right. And away you go. Yeah. You and turn yeah, off. I you s- turn off to the northwest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, parallel. As I said, parallel yeah. to Melbourne, and you get to. Um, Windham Vale and then Tarnite and then yep. Deer Park and yep. you come in. So you hit the Ballarat line at near Deer That's Park, right. yeah. mm-hmm. and, yeah. and it just seems so much longer. Whether it is, but it, it is. The perception it's, it's, was it was so much longer. Yeah, and then and of course all those stops because now it's it's regarded as public transport for those places. So well, it's
2: got to provide yeah. a, a metro, a metro yeah. type service to yeah. these new stations at Tarnite and, and Windham Vale, which are which are sort of like suburban stations, but they're, but they're
0: being serviced by V line. That's yeah. right. So in the past you used to get lots of expresses we've made it faster but then given the dedicated line is to stop them getting caught behind suburban trains and so it makes it much faster once because now they've determined that one of the the problems with the wheels might be caused by these sharp turns around north melbourne and the elevated bit over there where they avoid north melbourne station that's right once you got a bit past footscray it slowed down to almost a stop and then crawl all the way into Spencer Street, oh, oh. which totally de- totally defeats the purpose of yeah, why it's yeah, there. Yeah, well, it shouldn't
2: it shouldn't have had to slow down way out at way out at um, at um, Did you say slow well, down? Well, it was somewhere.
0: It was well before we got to North Melbourne Station. It yeah, was somewhere yeah. between Footscray and North yeah, Melbourne yeah, that began yeah, to slow
2: yeah, down. Yeah, well, they still slow down. They would still slow down to a degree in that section, but but yeah, because of the um, tight curves on the flyover. Um, which all the all the V line trains are now going over, g- coming into Southern Cross Station, which, by the way, should be an improvement. Um, the, shi- the they they are suspicious that the short the sharp curves on that flyover are part of the reason why all the flanges on the wheels are are wearing so okay. fast, but they don't really know, mm. and uh, they've uh, asked Monash University to do an investigation, but they've given Monash University months to do this, do this investigation mm. while while um, thousands of people a day mm. are having their, their mm. journeys to work turn into nightmares because they're, they're, they're travelling on buses that take twice as long mm.
0: as the train and get but caught even, in all the it, traffic. Even if it wasn't the bus, the train, if I was a comm- daily commuter from Geelong and so many people are along that line, and this you know this change occurred where you used to go on the old route now you go on this uh, route, I'd uh, be totally pissed off. Mm. Well, the, the, the new route, when it's running properly
2: doesn't appear to be taking any longer than the old route but there's but there's plenty of new possibilities for things to go wrong in the new route because they didn't build flyovers at sunshine and at um near the junction near deer park where the where the geelong line turns off they they were the original plan was to build flyovers that would have meant that the um that the v-line trains on their new news dedicated tracks would have kept completely out of the way of the um out of the way of the suburban trains, but that now doesn't happen because so they've is got that a bridge. Right. Yeah, okay, that's go on. a bridge that takes, tr- takes one rail line over the top of the mm. other one, so they don't have to wait for each other at a flat flat junction, mm. you know, on the, on the level. And but yeah, they save money. Proudly, they save money by not putting those into the original plans, mm. and mm. the money went back to Canberra, and then it came back to Victoria to be, build more roads. So they didn't finish off the rail project properly, Mm. and now you know now we're reaping the whirlwind because almost as soon as the uh, soon as the uh, new bit of rail line opened, they realised well we've stuffed up because we haven't put in those flyovers, and that means there's plenty plenty of possibilities now for the trains to still hold each other up Mm. at the flat junctions on the level, yeah just crazy yeah yeah
4: It's well, cheered uh,
0: people
2: up now isn't yeah <laughs> well yeah and um, and then then all this business with the the the, the wheel flanges wearing you know it's is, it is extraordinary mm. why and what's going on and then there's no there's no policy of announcing, you know, well, we're working on it, Well, we'll keep you up to date with what yeah, we're doing. People
1: it, are not well informed no, about it. No, it all decisions. just goes
2: into a vacuum again, you know. Yeah. And, and you're supposed to just tr- tr- to completely trust. Without, I mean, I, I'd rather hear something, mm. even if it was semi bullshit. I think I'd, oh, I'm doing it again, yeah, there's words. <laughs> Apologies. There will be after complaint. will, will. Rather okay. than, you know, rather than, them, you know, six um, complaints. Bloviate. Questions. Can I use the word bloviate? It's one of my favourites. No, 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 yeah. okay. Bloviate, um, you know, which is what we get most of the time from these sort of um, so-called, um, comment, you know, commentators like me or, or from the um, spokespeople. Um, we're not hearing anything. Mm. It's all just going into the ether and mm. we're supposed to just wait. You know, wait quietly till they decide what they're going to tell us, mm-hmm. and what you know what, when maybe they'll tell us the truth, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Apparently, some of the new, unlike George Piller, we well, apparently, know. apparently, some of the rail that's being used on the new that's been used on the new regional rail link is Chinese. Mm. I wouldn't automatically be well, I would automatically be suspicious of Chinese rail, actually. Um, Why? Well. Because well because <laughs> because in the last couple of years, um, new diesel locomotives have been been imported from China into Australia, and they've been signed off as being totally a hundred percent asbestos free. And quite a few of them have had to spend nine months sitting in the yards while I take all the asbestos out of them because they haven't been asbestos free. Mm. So I, I so I I do I do wonder about maybe something like the whether the rail. The rail and the rail has got to be, um, it's got to be um, um, produced to a certain specification, and that's important. If you've got the flange of the rail wheel wearing against the rail, mm. they've both got to be compatible with with each other. Yeah, and so there is a suspicion that always if you get rail from somewhere else, is that rail definitely? Was it definitely yeah. made what, what to the specification? Mm. Yeah, things like that. Um, and, you know, the possibilities that, um, that something could be bought much cheaper, possibly from a Chinese um, foundry, mm. uh, and whether it does meet the same specifications that Australian rail, you know, made in Australia would meet. Those sort of things have to be looked mm. into, mm. yeah.
1: The rails also made in Australia?
2: Well, some Current, of it is. Some of it, some of it mm. is, but yeah, but certainly some has been imported from, yeah. from China, yeah. um, presumably to save money. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
0: On that same theme, um, just last week, a mob called Central Equity, a big developer, <coughs> paid almost a million dollars a hectare mm. to acquire a 105 hectare landholding in Tarnit. Right. Um, and... Um, It says the latest in a string of big money deals for development already, uh, ready land parcels on the city's rural fringe. Mm. One of Australia's biggest private companies is understood to have paid $98 for the site on the southwest corner. It doesn't matter where it is, it's in that area. Um, But it goes on to say... Um, the rural suburb of Tarnit has become a highly sought-after greenfield development Mm. pocket, given its relative close proximity to the city. Well, I didn't notice that, I must admit. (laughs) It's good public transport infrastructure. That's the important bit, isn't it? And the prevalence of a gazetted precinct structure plans, the overarching development blueprint that allows for new housing development. So here we have developers effectively using the public transport system we just talked about to... um, Yeah. Model. Oh, Perhaps, well, a massive. I wouldn't say rip people off, of course. It's
1: but. a massive selling point. Mm.
0: Yeah, always for is. Those
1: developments. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And, and are they paying any sort of betterment, you know, well, betterment um,
0: levy? That's right. Well, yes, called value capture, as they call mm. Value mm. it. Value capture, mm. Yeah, mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. Well, it doesn't say that, and I'm sure they're not, John. <laughs> all, all, <laughs> just for the record. All over, all, over <laughs> all, <laughs> all over Melbourne, apparently,
2: you can analyse the mm. rates that are paid, and, and people. Mm. Yeah. On rates on houses near railway line, railway stations and near tram lines are always higher, than, higher. yeah. Than the ones slightly further away. Yeah. So there's, so it's, 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 you know, totally a proven concept that um, living near public transport is, 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 a, is, is, is good. Definitely. In terms for for the for the value of the property, so if you're putting mm, in new public transport, there should be value capture that. Yeah,
0: spread it to, evenly. Mm. Yeah. Which brings us now to the um, quite conservative Federal Treasury Secretary, John Fraser. Yep. And you'll be pleased to know he swung his weight behind, this is the article says, the concept of directly charging motorists for the miles they drive, declaring it an inevitable solution as governments seek more stable oh and what? fairer ways of funding roads, bridges and tunnels. He goes on to say, in fact... Um, infrastructure spending shouldn't be seen as a panacea for a lack of short term economic growth. But he also backed the use of so called value capture funding for projects. Well, so there you go. Yeah. Right? There you go. Amazing. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, the um, what, I mean, one of the crazy things that reasons why we have incredible peak hour congestion on our motorway system, and then, and then everybody says, oh, I've got to build more motorways, is mm. that people aren't being charged the cost of using that motorway in peak hour when they're in their car. You know, the CityLink doesn't raise its tolls for peak hour mm. or lower them off peak. Um, they should be they should be controlling the amount of traffic on on their motorways at peak hour by raising the tolls so that the freeways keep not not freeways, motorways keep moving. That's what that's what that's what partly what tolls are about as a congestion mm. congestion tax and it should it should be um, that you are charged via the kilometre you drive and it should be more per kilometre in peak hour if you're using, particularly if you're using a road that's pr- just about on the edge of of um, you know gridlock. But that's the way you manage a, a motorway system, not by building endless number of lanes of, of road because mm. you can never build your way mm. out, no, out of no. it. No. it but that's out.
1: like saying that the rich deserve better roads. Well,
2: they, Well, at least this way they'd be paying for it the mm. moment, they don't pay for it.
1: But it's people in the outer suburbs that have to use the roads the most. And mm. They well, usually that, have the right. least amount of money well, that's into right. the most driving. That's right.
2: Well, that's right. Well, that's another one, the pickles we've got ourselves into. Jeff Kennett mm. was a great one for encouraging that because mm. he said, oh, CityLink will mean you can live anywhere in the metro area mm. and you can work anywhere else and you'll always be able to get this smooth, easy mm. journey to work from one place to metro. another. So we've, we've got this huge spread out metro area, but we also encourage people in it to to you know work a long way from home mm. one of the only things one of the good things about the the metro rail system is that it does at least make it possible to um to um you know um, get Get lots of people to the center where the, where lots of people want to work mm.
0: well, the AIDS the other Saturday of course, had a big feature about roads and the congestion etc yeah. um, yeah. and and each said what you know we 've been saying on these programs for, yeah. for decades, John really, you know the obvious that um build a road and they 'll use it yeah, yeah, you know, you they 're not the solution um, no, no. and in fact, you know as I keep saying it 's the one thing that brings me to quote the Bible you know freeways beget freeways, beget freeways yeah, beget yeah, freeways yeah, yeah. um and, and, and uh, we just got a note, but I'll come back to that in a minute, the note. Yeah. Um, also, in terms of your saying tolls, you pay a congestion tax... The argument for the private toll road, which is City Link and all that oh, whole oh, area, oh. was that it—you paid the toll in order to save time. Yeah. But all you do is pay the toll and sit in the same congestion. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, where's the time? Never. Mind. Yeah. No, and the only way around that would be to raise the tolls in
2: picker and so that put, that you know there'd be people who'd say, "Oh my God, I can't! I'm not going to pay that toll," mm. and they'd either move the time they their travel to. To another time, or they'd uh, be back on the ordinary road road system. But people
1: at, have to travel when they work. Mm, exactly. so people have to travel when school so, starts. They so, mm. you don't really have much choice. No, about no, it.
0: No, well, no, not no. at the moment, and, and that's what the choice should be. You should have you should have a viable public transport mm, system that yeah, gives you that yeah, real choice. Yeah. The choice yeah. And at the moment, we you know the, the, the public transport system
2: is really only organised to get people to work in the city and back home. Yeah. again, Not not for other sorts of journeys. That's very true. And yeah. it seems very hard to get anybody to think think, beyond that. Mm. Beyond that. Mm. Yeah, yeah um, We haven't talked about Skyrail yet. No, we'll come back. Okay, well, we better be quick. are not
0: even going to get on to my Craigie <laughs> Okay, we're all singing away again. <laughs> Corey's having a lovely time with her. It's, a, almost, it's Felix, almost a monorail. A listener, Felix, wrote just to say, or not writing, writing yeah. to say, Tarnite is a floodplain of Western Port Bay um, it's a danger of being swept away or subsidies Thinking Just in passing, also I should mention, and it, it disturbs me, that all these developments out there, these are some of the last remnants of the old yeah, grasslands. grasslands. Right. They exactly. only, um, uh, only a few percent are uh, left now. Yeah. Ecologically, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah,
1: they're going, yeah.
2: they're going. Yeah, yeah. Well, Skyrail, yeah, well, a big, big report um, just out, but reported in the age at a, a fair, fair amount of detail today. And uh, in favour of the um, of the train in the air, up in the air, the sky sky, mm. sky rail as as a, as a a general principle, that there's a lot to be said for jacking the trains up in the air, and part of the argument goes, well, look at some of the some of the places in in, a, in Melbourne where we've still already got that, like Glenferry Glen Road Hawthorne, mm. Mm. Um, where it sort of the train is sort of quite well integrated into the um, Shopping centre and and um, Swinburne University's right mm. there on top of mm. it, and it all seems to work the quite old well. Old Hawthorne footy ground, yeah, yeah, and, and that, and and uh, but one of the main arguments about about the Skyrail is that, that it's up in the air, and therefore you can have lots of you can walk through underneath really yeah, easily, yeah. and you can bring the buses into the station underneath the thing, and you can um, you can have the normal road system continue, but you can also have um, have um, extra parkland and things yep. like that um it almost that does sound a bit too good to be true <laughs> <laughs> mm. but the, um, the the claim is made that they can keep the noise of the train and things like that under control now and uh, things like that won't be a, won't be an issue mm. and that it is literally cheaper to build than digging a trench and putting the train down in the trench um, I noticed... Um, but Jonathan will attract pervert pedophiles, apparently. <laughs> yes, that's right. Is that what people have been saying? <laughs> they have, yeah, <laughs> they have. Yes. They'll ride up and down on the trains looking for... Looking Looking, 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 yeah. Into, kid, into backyards as kids play. It's <laughs> disgusting. <at a certain laughs> yeah, play, yeah. But apparently uh, Premier Andrews has was raised the issue. I think the, there's a big gas pipeline um, parallels the, the rail in that corridor and he's saying that... Um, that um putting the putting the trains up in the air on on sticks will be will mean that that gas pipeline won't have to be disturbed and, okay. and that's a very good thing if it had to be if it, mm-hmm. it had to be um uh, moved and things like that it'd be ex- mm. extremely expensive yeah mm. so yeah, so the government's really pushing it hard and they're getting they're getting lots of pushback from the burgers out out in that area um but it's interesting isn't it it's sort of us in the inner city. We're sort of more used to having these disturbances. Mm. And, and, um, and um, you know, we're expected to cop more, more disturbances if they want, want to build the thing like this.
0: I live Link about all 50 sort of yards or something, or 100 yards at the most from a railway line. Yeah, yeah. Um, two doors from it, effectively, yeah, with a yeah. park in the middle. And... Uh, you don't notice it. I mean after well it's it's yeah. something you just yeah uh, become just that used to noise. Yeah, yeah. Now
3: yeah. and mm. now and
2: again in a moment you might hear a rumble in the distance and yeah. that'd be about it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Actually someone had to point out to me recently that I was living in a flight path. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. But I grew up near a raft base, so what suburb is that? Um, West if, Brunswick. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, I mean, there was just lots of, I don't know if it's actual like flight path, but there were lots of aeroplanes coming yeah. over that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: yeah the, but it, because yeah. the flight paths change according to the wind direction, so uh-huh. on given days with certain wind direction, you'll be the flight okay. path. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Well, apparently the
2: the um, the apparently the Liberal Party has been pushing the opposition to um, Sky Rail very vigorously in these marginal seats along mm. that corridor too. They've been, you know, really stoking the fires.
1: Why are they opposing it? Well,
2: it's something the Labor Party wants to do. I mean, that's good enough reason. <laughs> that's
0: right. If they could come with
2: the to do it. <laughs> and, the, and the Liberals still haven't given up on the East-West link, which I find very interesting, mm. even though mm. it had a, a really cost, cost-benefit ratio that was incredibly negative. Mm. Um, I would have thought... The, the Liberals were supposed to be financially literate and that would mean that they, they'd accept that the project wasn't worth building because mm. it was after all going to have a toll which was going to have to pay for quite a proportion of the thing. And, oh, no, no, that doesn't, that doesn't I saw a letter signify... of yours in The Age the other day, John, yes.
0: saying just that. Yes, yes, yes. yes.
2: Oh. Have, oh. A, have a go every so often, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it,
1: it's almost time to say goodbye. It is. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll save,
2: us, save, us, save us from the Simpsons <laughs> Kevin you may
0: sing goodbye um,
1: What are we going to talk about next week?
0: We're talking next week about we're hoping to talk about um, the, this whole question of electricity utility prices being so steep smart meters not being so smart those sort of issues and Gold, you know, plating, the that, gold plating infrastructure That's right, the fact that uh, low income people are copying it yet again in the old uh, in the old you know where so we'll hmm. um, Hopefully, you have a yarn to someone like the commuter. Well, yeah, well, someone who knows something about it, and unlike us, will talk to us about it next week. Sounds and good. Yeah.
1: You've been listening to City Limits on 3CR at 55am, 3cr dot streaming on digital. And we have Kevin, we have Emma, we have John. Thank you, everyone. And Thanks, Corey. Corey.
0: John, thank Corey. We Thanks morning? very much, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Emma did it right. as <laughs> well. All right, all right. Thank you. Corey. And
1: I'm going to take you out with the full Monorail song.
0: Yes. Well, sir, there's nothing on earth like a genuine bona fide electrified six-car
4: monorail.